this is John Bailey, the epic voice of Honest Trailers, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. It's a fangirls podcast with five-ish people. The tangents and squee will continue. Squee. Just as we continue all the way to episode 392, Five Ish Fangirls Podcast. She's me. She's green. She's straight pulling into those jeans. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Five Ish Fangirls Podcast. So glad you joined us. Let's start off Becca Dure, Virgil Dable, and see who joined us this week. This is Brittany Belvedere. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Oh, everyone is doing well. Uh, We don't have a lot in the way of news. And unfortunately, what news we have is 10 o'clock news. Mm -hmm. Uh, So first up. Uh, Robbie Coltrane, who most of us, large, large majority of us know him as playing Hagrid in all of the Harry Potter movies and everything Harry Potter that's come out since. The attractions at Universal. Um, You know, Hagrid even has his own ride now. (laughs) So, so he appears in animatronic form, but yeah, Robbie has passed away at the age of 72. So, yeah, which, I mean, 72 is pretty good, mm-hmm. um, especially considering, and he is fully admitted to this, that in his younger years back in the like this 80s ish um he had a rather severe drinking problem um so you know that can unfortunately have long-term effects um mm-hmm. so yeah 72 is not but he to me it doesn't seem like he was 72 is no. the thing but then I think, no, it's been more than 20 years since the Harry Potter movies started coming out. So mm-hmm. it's been 20 mm-hmm. years. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. And then you see, you've seen like the, the images and the stuff that people have made of like him with the other cast members that have passed away. And obviously there's some in there that passed way too young, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like, like Alan Rickman and, and the yeah. like. But then when you look at some of the others, it's like, oh, yeah. It's been 20 years and some of these people were old when the movie started. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a kind of the the curse of fandom that after mm-hmm. so much time has passed for something that you love so much that some of the cast members are getting to that age where they're gonna start passing away just because they're old just because Mm -hmm. 20 you know years have passed you know 
in the case of the Harry Potter films, you know. So it's like, it sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's a really like kind of slap in the face of just how much time has passed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but of course, the Potter family has been quite vocal in sharing their, their, Favorite memories of Robbie, you know, Daniel and, and Tom Felton and uh you know, the the cast that's out there that you know uses social media, they've tweeted and posted Instagram pictures and stuff, so uh it's at least it it's nice that the there's so many of the films and therefore such a large amount of people worked on it and since Haggard was integral to all of them you know that he got to work in every single film so he he touched the lives of a a lot a lot of people so mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's sad and I did share on our Facebook page um, the uh, interview that uh, I was part of on Gold Standard several years ago where we talked to one of Robbie's non-Harry Potter co-stars, uh, Dame Janet Sussman, who was his co-star mm-hmm. in Nuns on the Run. Um, so you can go back and and listen to that if you that if you like because we awesome yeah and i and when the news dropped and of course we were talking about it and i talked to nick about it and nick said that he messaged janet because janet is his cousin and um she did respond and and says that you know she has fun she has fond memories of working with robbie so that's good to good to hear from someone that actually directly worked with him so that was pretty cool yes mm-hmm. so from the horse's mouth so to speak yeah in a way yeah so um and then the lights of broadway were dimmed temporarily over the weekend in memorial of the passing of angela lansbury mm-hmm. has passed at the age of 96 which is pretty dang impressive. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. me. So, oh yes, yeah. So, um, of course, you know, most people, depending on what age you are, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think. Know her for although one honestly, thing for I think a lot of, of things. a lot of people our age, you know, if you were stuck at home sick. During uh-huh. the late 80s, early 90s, you probably were catching Murder, She Wrote in the middle of the day. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So, yeah. So, but yeah, you, she's either Jessica Fletcher for, for a lot of people or she's Mrs. Potts. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, for yep. a good, a and good number. And I fall into both categories. Yeah. Very happily. <laughs> yeah. So, um, although, yeah, she started her career at the age of 17 in Gaslight, the movie Gaslight, mm-hmm. which I have seen, and it's rather wild to see her so young. Um, yes. <laughs> um, 
but uh yeah she uh she uh she she started there and just kind of took off from there of course she also has a very very long standing career in the theater especially musical theater gypsy um uh-huh. of course sweeney todd uh she, she played yeah. mrs love it <laughs> uh-huh. a couple of times actually <laughs> so um uh, and then of course she did murder she wrote for 12 seasons so yes quite a bit um and then you know obviously the voice of mrs potts in beauty and the mm-hmm. beast which we discuss in our beauty and the beast episode which we did last winter uh mm-hmm. i think and if you're looking for a little kind of a tr- treasured gem of a disney movie bed knobs and broomsticks mm-hmm. yeah. yeah a lot of the the disney fans are like yeah, yeah everybody's like all the younger folks over here talking about being the beast but those those older folks are like no she did bed knobs and broomsticks first mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> like, yes i know um it's, again it's, music it's by good. the sherman brothers <laughs> um mm-hmm. so uh but yeah she was a, a staple of 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 musicals both on stage and screen um one of her most recent appearances that's out is she she is in mary poppins returns um which i think is rather cute um but she does have one more uh guest uh appearance that has not been released yet apparently she is in the new knives out sequel so when Mm -hmm. glass and onion comes out next month um that is going to be angela lansbury's final uh appearance as far as i what i've read so but yeah five tony awards as well as a lifetime achievement award six golden globes and a candidate kennedy center honor not bad not bad wow so yeah there's that that's our 10 o'clock news uh that's all we really had as far as fandom news uh so really just what we got left is some housekeeping um so uh some convention related bits of news because convention season is not over uh, not by a long shot, actually. <laughs> so um, I am actually going to be at Starbase Indie this year. Nice. So um, if you are around, it's a weekend after Thanksgiving. Obviously, the, that overlaps with Chicago TARDIS, unfortunately. Uh, but um, yeah, if you happen to be in the Indie area the weekend after Thanksgiving, Starbase Indie, nice little convention. Uh overlaps quite a bit as far as the people who help uh run and organize it as in conjunction um so if you look uh uh at the uh 
schedule and the guests and stuff. Um, it's they do have some Star Trek celebrity guests, but they also bring in like scientists and astronomers and all you know people from different STEM, you know branches of STEM um, to talk about nerdy sciency subjects and the like um so uh but yeah i'm gonna be doing a couple of panels so uh, the schedule's on the website hopefully you won't change a whole lot (laughs) so keep an eye on the schedule i know i will so i end up at the right place at the right time uh but uh i will uh probably post something like right before when i know that the schedule is more than likely locked in um to where you can where you can find me at least as far as panels are concerned i won't have a table or anything so i'll just be wandering and visiting other panels when i'm not in one of mine so but uh that's rather exciting um and then um as i <laughs> mentioned last week uh i just as a fan i am going to be attendancy attending galaxy con in columbus ohio which is the first weekend of december so i'm gonna have a back-to-back busy weekends uh <laughs> right after thanksgiving um uh, and um unfortunately they've had a few cancellations um, as far as celebrities are concerned, but never fear, they have managed to fill at least one of those holes with Rosario Dawson. Nice. GalaxyCon Columbus. So, yes, li- live action Ahsoka Tano, um, among other things, obviously. Uh, she's also part of the MCU. Uh, helped uh, mm-hmm. help stitch up a few of our defender friends, <laughs> or at least try to. <laughs> in some cases, so uh, there's only so much you can do when Luke Cage has unbreakable skin. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that is good. I think that should be fun, considering uh, Ashley Eckstein is also going to be there. So you're going to have animated Ahsoka Tano and live action Ahsoka Tano at the same convention. So that is quite exciting. So you can go check information on tickets and all of that on the GalaxyCon website. This is turning into a very, very busy and expensive con. (laughs) I'm just, I'm rolling with the fact that I don't need anything for Christmas um, or our anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) And if I need to start spilling over into pulling favors because my birthday is in (laughs) mid-February. You're willing to do it in happily. (laughs) I'm willing to do it, especially considering it's a big birthday. (laughs) So. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, and then in the podcast feeds, new episode of Gold Standard, the Oscars podcast, episode 61, where we talk about Rain Man. So, talking Tom Cruise for the first time and Dustin Hoffman for the 
third. <laughs> I think sounds about right. But he comes <laughs> Midnight Cowboy. Right. Yeah, Midnight Cowboy, Kramer versus Kramer in this. So yes, third, <laughs> third time. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's that's wherever you find podcasts, and then this month's patreon uh request is also in the patreon feed uh, where we talk about uh who's afraid of virginia wolf starring elizabeth taylor and richard burton Ooh. all right going on to uh feedback got some feedback from shalane uh, she says she enjoyed the Mario trailer. It looks fun. Uh, she says a bummer got pushed back. Uh, yeah, we're just used to it at this point. Write everything in pencil. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I own multiple pencils and multiple erasers just for this reason. Uh, she says it's funny that we got the live action Mario Brothers movie in 1993 and then 20 years later, we're getting the animated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, she said she loves Lilo and Stitch. Uh, she says it was her favorite Disney movie when she was younger. Um, so she remembers seeing the commercials with Stitch going in and messing up the other classic Disney movies and thought they were hilarious. Um, yeah. So she also watched the TV series and loved it as well. Um, she also says she was stitched for Halloween once. Please, Shalane, if there's pictures, I want to see one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to see that. <laughs> uh, she also owns a lot of Stitch stuff because she really loves Stitch. Um, she says this movie also makes her want to go to Hawaii and learn how to do hula dancing. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. Uh, she says she also liked the the Stitch's Great Escape at Disney World. That's cool. Um. Uh, she says. Um. Oh yeah, she talks about some of the stuff that they changed. Like at one point, um, instead of the spaceship chase thing they were gonna do, it was gonna be airplanes. But then 9-11 happened, so they changed it to spaceships, which was was a good change. Um, And then she also mentions that the part where Lilo is hiding from Nani and she's in the laundry room. I guess at some point, originally... Lila was hiding in the dryer and they changed it so now she's under a table and using a pizza box to hide herself. I could see why they changed that because you don't want to encourage kids mm-hmm. to hide in appliances. That's that's no. that's bad. Don't don't mm-hmm. don't climb into washers, do dryers, that. refrigerators, freezers. Appliances are not hiding places, kids. <laughs> so I, I, I have a story about that with my own friends. <laughs> Somebody climb uh, into something and get stuck? <laughs> no. Well, sort of. One climbed into one of, of one of my dryers at my old house. And another friend, I guess, didn't realize he was in there, turned it on, <laughs> and all he heard was a thump. 
So, <laughs> ouch. Yeah, and then, like, ever since, he's been, like, teasing both of them about, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Appliances are not hiding places, kids. Nope. No, no bueno. No, no entree. I don't know if we have, we, we can show the plane we this because this would have been not too much after we've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you want to play in the appliance, the boxy appliance comes in. Go hug wild. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the TARDIS I made one year for Halloween, refrigerator box. There you go. Mm -hmm. oh. That's an idea. Yep. Um, and then Shalane once again giving us a list of Disney classic movies we should talk about <laughs> adding <laughs> to the list pretty much if it's been made by Disney Shalane wants us to talk about it at some point <laughs> so, I mean we're never going to be hitting up for content as long as well even if Disney stopped making stuff tomorrow the back catalog we would have more than enough to keep us busy for a right. while so so but uh thank you shalane for your feedback as always and adding to our lists mm -hmm. so, well keeping it in the house of mouse um, away from animation, but to the MCU, we are finally going to talk about She Hulk Attorney at Law. The most Deadpooly, non Deadpool entry into the MCU we've had so far. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've had this conversation with so many people when talking about uh, probably I would probably say this has also been one of the most divisive entries so far I, I, yeah. I don't want to say that because I think I'm, gi I'm giving too much credit to the to the uh, the noisy trolls and the, the the especially noisy trolls are just especially loud, but like population wise, I don't think there's as many of them as they think there are. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there's enough of them that Marvel was like, "Fine, you're gonna be like that. We're gonna point it out." Like, look into this mirror here and see, <laughs> and look and see what you say. Um. So I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to give too much attention to the the noisy, the noisy trolls because that's mm -hmm. that's that's just what they're trying to do. They're just trying to get attention, and we, you know, just like any other bully or whatever. That that's what they feed on. So we don't need. We don't need to give them any more attention than they already have considering Marvel has done it for us essentially mm -hmm. 
So, but I just, I will, I mean, obviously this is a different tone than what we've seen before, mm -hmm. you know, going, you know, comparing it to the, uh, I, I was, I think we're up to eight MCU series mini mini series on Disney Plus I think is what I counted at um so yeah it's number 8 so um yeah we got one division falcon winter mm -hmm. soldier loki yep. uh what if <laughs> hawkeye Hawkeye, um, Moon Knight, Miss mm -hmm. Marvel, and and now yep. this. No offense to the I Am Groot shorts, but those are not long enough to count. I think, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, so eight. Um, and when you think about all of those, I mean, they're all so different and yet they still work mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is i just i just love how they're taking and making these series built around these these comic book characters that are already established and i again i don't really read the comics but for what i understand this is actually very accurate to the She-Hulk comics. That even in the comics, she does some like fourth wall breaking and like going from one panel to another, essentially looking like she's le literally leaving the panel and going mm -hmm. to another one on the page. Um so this is actually very accurate to the character mm -hmm. um it's just obviously doing it live action uh especially right. with what we can do with special effects these days they can take it and ramp it up to 11 um, uh -huh. so um but it did i i found myself just like going into each episode just being like okay what are they gonna do next because it does kind of keep you on your toes because it's like, you know, because obviously we knew some things, or at least some people, <laughs> were going to mm -hmm. show up eventually. We knew the Abomination was going to show up. We'd seen him in the trailers. We knew Daredevil was going to pop up at some point because he blips in the, in the, you know, in the, he makes a really short appearance in one of the trailers. Um, and when they alluded to Wong showing up, I was like, oh, of course it makes sense. Who was the one who was breaking Abomination out of his right. cell in uh -huh. Shang-Chi, of all things? Yep, same. So yeah. it's like, it's a great, it's a great callback. Mm -hmm. And Wong just happens to have obsessions with certain TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had, uh, Wait till uh, we introduce him to Supernatural. Yeah, really. <laughs> What's funny is uh, um, we had uh, Maureen Van Zant on 
gold standard again. She was on our oh, Rain nice. Man episode. Um, cool. And she'd been on. She'd been on previously. She'd been on West Side Story episode. And if the name sounds familiar, if you watch The Sopranos, you know that yeah. she was on The Sopranos. Um, yes. So uh, after we were done recording the Rayman episode, we were we were chatting with her, and we talked about the fact that The Sopranos gets name dropped and referenced several times in She Hulk, and she had not seen it. She's actually never mm-hmm. sat down and watched. The Sopranos. She's one of those actresses that doesn't like to watch the things she's been in, um, which is totally fine. I get that. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she's married to little Stevie from the E Street Band, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Aha. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yeah, she she didn't know that that the Sopranos had suddenly got like a you know little blip in the public reminder of things that have happened in pop culture oh yes but it was a quasi major spoiler for those i mean sure the sopranos has been off the air for quite a bit but yeah (laughs) statue limitations it's a tv show about gangsters people die die exactly it's it's kind of like with game of thrones it's kind of like with game of thrones now don't get attached to anybody because odds are they're gonna end up dead uh, so <laughs> Sopranos was doing it before Game of Thrones made it cool with dragons uh, exactly <laughs> yes yeah so. and sometimes a cannoli is not even involved um, yeah <laughs> nice god take that godfather yeah yeah <laughs> If I had my choice of either sitting down and watching Godfather or The Sopranos, I'm going Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once you take the runtime of the entire Godfather series, it might equate <laughs> to the entire run of The Sopranos. <laughs> Three movies versus all the seasons of The Sopranos. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> we digress. Back on topic. Yeah. It's just, I just think it's funny the Venn diagram of like, mm-hmm. yeah, we bring Wong into She Hulk because the abomination is in there, and then Wong apparently is late to the game and learn about the Sopranos. And I just happened to be on a podcast episode with somebody who was on the Sopranos. So, yeah, it's a small world. Um, it's but, all connected. Uh, yes, it is. It's all connected. Um, but yeah i mean and because you know it's not just she hulk it's she hulk attorney at law while they were (laughs) what's funny is they were in theory building up to something kind of big that wasn't the point the point was that she is a someone who ends up with superhero powers but doesn't necessarily want the superhero life this is sometimes the powers come in handy she and jessica jones need to sit down now that Mm -hmm. she and she and matt murdoch are friends (laughs) more than friends um matt needs to start handing out phone numbers um to people (laughs) although jessica may not appreciate that um knowing my girl but whatever you might have a word or two about that yeah 
Um, but uh, yeah, she's uh, I and the fact that that you know we finally got to like the season finale, and they tried to do this like huge, big you know major it's all been leading up to this type thing and she literally breaks the fourth wall and be like no we're not going to do this that's not the point she's like yes i have superpowers yeah i may use them occasionally when you know the needs arise but she's like that's i'm a i'm a lawyer first (laughs) She's like, I didn't spend all this time going to law school and earning my license to practice law and pass the bar exam to suddenly be running around in spandex because some mm-hmm. person's got a, a you know a bee in their bonnet that they should have superpowers too. I love that they did that because it what it was getting kind of formulaic where you know it's like oh you know trying to steal her blood and suddenly they got mm-hmm. the sample of her blood and they're able to create their own version of the serum and oh no the bad guys got powers too and it's like how many times have we seen that i mean that's almost yep. literally the plot of the the hulk movie where the abomination comes from yeah is the bad guy is like i should have powers too uh, and that's how we end up with the abomination. <laughs> so, uh, it's like, no, we don't need to keep the the formula going because that's that's mm-hmm. what's made the MCU so good is they've not gotten stuck in the formula. Yes, right. that we we have said some formulaic things, um, but. It's not just cookie cutter after cookie cutter after right. cookie cutter. And I say, in a supposed redemption arc for the abomination kind of surprised me, but yeah. we'll see how long it lasts. But I kind of I, bought it. I bought it. Yeah. I, I love the I mm-hmm. love the group support. <laughs> yeah, group that he had, <laughs> and how they all took Jen under their wing, and I'm just like, come on, guys, you should have been riding in to help. <laughs> kick some rear ends and take some names after what just went down maybe mm-hmm. it's coming but mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean the fact that therapy has been shown in the MCU more than once I think is a, a good thing actually oh yeah um, <laughs> even if you're, even if the, the person that you're speaking to isn't necessarily a therapist thank you speaking of Bruce Banner uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tony, oh, yeah, I'm not that kind thing. of doctor. <laughs> You're a sympathetic ear, Bruce. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder who's who, who he, which, which person he was leaning a sympathetic ear to that got him a kid. That's a exactly. plot twist I did not see coming. <laughs> Decoven. No. Right. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> which apparently straight out of the comics. The the Yeah, the... I can't remember which one I I saw it mentioned, but I can't remember yeah. what comic it was off the top yeah, of my head. Yeah, but it's like is his son just full Hulk? Or can he transform 
two. Because it's like either Bruce found him a hell of a woman. Right. Who can get down with a Hulk and carry a Hulk as far mm-hmm. as pregnancy is concerned or the kid maybe is a test tube baby? Like Bruce really or won, is it kind of or it's kind of a la the doctor's daughter he stuck his hand in somewhere and some genes got maybe kind of like how Jen got her powers it was just kind of yes. a freak free thing yeah but yeah that was that was a plot twist i did not see coming (laughs) although they did i wonder if that's who they were alluding to when jen was talking to kevin oh possible (laughs) where kevin was all kevin was all like but can we do this and she's like no can we do this no he's like but we were gonna introduce no yeah so I wonder, I wonder if that's who he was alluding to, or if it was someone different. I guess we'll never know. Mm-hmm. Now that Kevin's back in his secured room, never mm-hmm. to be heard from again. So, and Jen's family, interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and her dad. Oh. I mean, like, her dad is one half of Perfect Strangers. So. Yes, his cousin Larry. All we needed was Bronson Pinchot to show up as a different character. And, hey, Perfect I know. Strangers reunion. I know. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, her parents, mm-hmm. entire family is just. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. so, I wonder it how the family. Like the I wonder how the family together. tree works. There is is yeah. is she connected to Bruce via her mother or her father? Good mm, question. Is because mm. uh, Bruce would have to be the son of one of her parents' siblings, so, right? For them to be cousins. So, yeah. Hmm. Maybe we'll find out in season two. Fingers if crossed. we get a season two. Or Jen ever yeah. appears in the movies, despite what Kevin may have insinuated. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, 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 Sean from uh, Caption Life on his TikTok. Was it TikTok? No, it was his Twitter that asked uh, what would Feige stand for um the best answer i can't repeat because the f Mm -hmm. Uh, stands for something i can't repeat on this show (laughs) Uh (laughs) it starts with the metaphor yes Mm -hmm. uh but it actually worked it actually worked if you put kevin feige together uh Mm so yeah yeah I, uh, I love that um, so and of course he had tweeted if you if you haven't watched it yet don't watch it with the captions on and I always watch stuff with the captions on I can't help it um, yeah. and I can see why he said that because in the captions instead of it being Kevin it was capital K dot 
I.E.V.E.N. Like shield, you know? Right. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I could see how that may be. Because if you just heard Kevin and you know the hierarchy (laughs) as far as Uh the company is concerned, you'd be like, oh my God, is Kevin Feige actually going to make an appearance? That would have been hilarious. Right. Yeah. Um, But no, it's a robot. And eight, you know, is it essentially Jarvis for Marvel <laughs> or real yeah. life Jarvis, uh-huh. which is hilarious in itself, actually. Yes. Um, Hopefully, yeah. Kevin will not commit hell like tendencies later yeah, on. No kidding. <laughs> we can only hope that Kevin for stays right, nice like Jarvis. Yes. So, I mean, even after Jarvis became Vision, he was still good. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can we can only hope that uh, yes. there is a good robot, good mm-hmm. good robot. We uh, if you're going to be our robot overlords, I'm fine with it. We don't we, mm-hmm. Kevin, not Skynet. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, but that was really hilarious the the entire thing. So her literally climbing out of the disney yes. plus menu screen i would go uh, like wait a minute did my internet just i was like oh okay we're breaking the fourth wall here all right yep. and i like this Phew! yeah <laughs> yeah oh, i love it i love it so much so um we had a nice uh collection of kind of like cases of the week uh, which, was, uh, which was fun not but not mm-hmm. just for jennifer but some of the other people at the the law firm um mm-hmm. you know you've got uh titania <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, oh boy <laughs> yeah I couldn't help. No. So, like, I kept, like, when I see you, I kept thinking of good plays. Said just recently binged out one. Like, wait a you're, you're, ro- you're, you're roboting, Brittany. You're roboting. Yeah. <laughs> you, I think my I internet sh- went. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was okay. Repeat what you just said. You just said. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying whenever Tatiana popped up, I'm like, wait a second. I, I see Good mm-hmm. Place. The Good Place. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's one of the characters in that. I'm like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. As someone who was really into like the beauty influencer part of like YouTube for a while there back in the early teens 20 teens <laughs> mm-hmm. i totally get what they were doing with Zatanya. <laughs> so, yeah and the fact that she's just like super strong you know so she's like i can do whatever it's like you can't push me around because i can literally push you around uh oh <laughs> uh, um and then uh 
uh, let's see here. Of course, obviously, then we Mark have Ruffalo. Shape changer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have we have Mark Ruffalo, who you know several appearances as as Bruce slash Smart Hulk. Um, you got Tim Roth back as Emil Blonsky slash Abomination. You got Megan the Stallion. Yes, <laughs> as herself essentially. Um, uh, yeah, Benedict Wong back as Wong. Um, oh, um, you got you got um Donnie Blaze, who crappy magician that just happens to get his hands on a sling ring. <laughs> it proceeds to cause havoc. Um, oh, um, yeah, the the um, yeah, Runa, the the shape shifting light elf from New New yeah. Asgard, who who is impersonating <laughs> Megan the Salia, <laughs> and then impersonates the judge. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. Um. Uh. Who is that? Yeah. You've got um a couple other comic characters that get uh introduced. Um. You got uh Mister Immortal, uh, whose character is incapable of dying. Uh, that has been married many, 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 many times and has faked his death to get out of him. Uh, uh-huh. You got Man Bull. Uh, <laughs> just like it says on the label. Um, yep. El Aguila. Yep, Aguila. Yep, the eagle. Aguila. Oh, or the Toreador. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, Sar- Saracen? The vampire, uh, porcupine, <laughs> uh, oh, um, we've got, um, of course, Kevin, uh, <laughs> which apparently they asked Kevin Feige to do the voice and he said no. So, uh, yeah, we got, uh, leapfrog. Dumb, so dumb. Uh, I mean, well, Rachel Frogger was taken, so yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> he was had no business wearing a, a a super suit at all. Guy's an idiot. Um, though so, mm-hmm. you have you have you have Luke. Luke Jacobson, the creator of several superhero suits. Mm-hmm. He is the go-to man. He is the Armani, the Louis Vuitton, the I don't know, the Chanel, the you know, the Stella McCartney, <laughs> the Stella McCartney, you know, the whoever go-to person when you need a superhero suit. Once you get past I, the 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 very obvious bootleg 
Avengers yeah. merchandise. Avengers, yes. Or the Avengers. Yeah. Which people really want Marvel to make, and they really should. They should get on, they should trademark those. I mean, that the yes. app because they used them in their in their show. Um, but you know, it's <laughs> they really should get on making merchandise like because then it'd be hilarious to see people like out wearing those yes wearing those and then having like people's like mom or grandma that is not into it be uh -huh. very confused and be like i thought it was the avengers <laughs> and not get the insane joke <laughs> Oh my goodness. <clears throat> but does anyone else want a mashup of him in Edna Mode from the Incredibles? Can you imagine that? You robot it again, Brittany. What was that? Okay. Um <laughs> I was saying, can you imagine? A team up between him and oh Edna Mode from The Incredibles. That would be <laughs> a welcome to Thunderdome death match. <laughs> <laughs> Two will enter, one will leave. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm, I hate to say my money's on Edna. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, heck, she had to make a, she made a super jack jack. Come on. That is true. And his powers That's are unpredictable. So she had to make yes. it work for just about anything he was capable of doing. Uh -huh. So, yeah, that is true. Mm -hmm. That is very, that's very, very true. So I guess we'd have to ask Luke what his opinion is on capes. Yes, yes. We might have to see a little more of his CV. <laughs> yeah. Let's look at the CV performance. Although he also does, more. although he doesn't do just super suits too, he does regular clothes too. I mean, he helped Jen get True. some work clothes for work that would work whether she's Jen or She Hulk. Yeah. He even hooked her up for that wedding. Yes, he did. So, you know. Yeah, just you, you take you, you figure out where your strengths are and you just run with it. That's that's mm -hmm. that's what it is. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um. Oh my, this was just it was so much. I just enjoyed it. Yeah, so much. It was just it was so entertaining. And it's um, nice to see Tatiana Masali back on screen. I mean, I loved her work in Orphan Black, so it was nice to yes. see her back. Yeah, see, and I haven't had a chance to watch Orphan Black yet, so it's it's good. It's really good. It, it's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've gotten that impression. I just haven't had I haven't had a chance to getting around to to watch it but i really really enjoyed her in this i mean she does she does such a good job of being serious when the need arises but she can be extremely funny oh yes too oh yes. and and not mm -hmm. just as jen but when she's in she-hulk form 
Yep. Um, yeah, she does. Uh, yeah, the motion capture, which I'm assuming that's what they're using, um, does a really good job of making sure her personality still shows through. Mm-hmm. Um, again, yeah. it's, it's something we have the advantage of them doing this now with the technology we have available to us um, to be able to to do a character like her um that you know until bruce figured out how to do smart hulk or abominate or someone like the abomination when they turned they were just mindless and just went off in a in a in a rampage i mean that's why tony eventually had to you know put the hulk buster up in mm-hmm. space is it would be yep. ready what yeah when the need arose uh so, it only take it so far <laughs> yeah so to be able to um to uh you know be able to have these characters have more personality is a, a testament to the technology that they use to make them come alive in the first place so so. even if they did have to um, get to the point where she was transforming off off camera because uh, team (laughs) the special Mm -hmm. effects team had moved (laughs) yeah but in those last last just those last few they're putting those last few little uh, tweaks on uh, Black Panther Wakanda forever Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love how they just put just a little bit of the Black Panther music in there so it was almost like if you weren't paying attention you would miss it kind of like the uh, Mm -hmm. when when they brought Matt in we got just a little bit of the Daredevil theme Mm -hmm. because you know it's like these episodes aren't even a half an hour long you know these no. are like 20 22 minutes long so it's like oh we're gonna get daredevil yeah we'll give you daredevil but we're gonna give you like three seconds of the daredevil theme and like a quarter of a hallway fight because that's all we have time <laughs> right yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> he gave it he was like as soon as the shot established itself i'm like oh hallway fight hallway fight and then Jen uh, pops through the ceiling in the hallway and I'm like no the you know the show's only like 20 and a half, 20 minute episodes yeah yeah and we would need to cut the hallway fight short mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have that kind of run time for a full on daredevil hallway fight nope I mean even Je- I mean Jen's math wasn't mathing but she had a point yep um, <laughs> When Matt was like, just wait here for like 20 minutes and I will take care of all the bad guys. And she's like, why would I wait that? Why would you stay long. that long? Are, are you handwriting out the invitations for the fight? Like, it's like, Jen, let, let's show you some of the hallway fights. That's why. Because it looks really good. <laughs> right? Oh my goodness. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, I loved it. Oh. Got tears in my eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. oh. And then she and Matt got a little uh 
Wow, chicka, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, I mean, can you blame either of them? They're both good-looking people. Mm-hmm. They're both mm-hmm. super-powered. They're both lawyers. I mean, they both get it. They they get the situation. They get they 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 know what it's like both to be a lawyer, and also what it's like to have superpowers. So I mean, even if it doesn't turn into something permanent or long term, you know, they're gonna do a little, uh, you know, friends with benefits type thing. You might as well be with somebody who gets where you are at life and what's going on mm-hmm. so although it seems like her family really likes matt too so so you know maybe maybe jen will uh pop back up when daredevil reborn gets around to uh being released down the line so although that could get awkward between Jen and Karen just saying that was a discussion I had with Nick (laughs) recently we were talking about how the again the trolls were like oh my god how can Matt Murdock do that like first of all He's not he may be Catholic. He's not a saint. He's human. And humans mm-hmm. have have certain needs sometimes. Second of all, have you seen Electra? What do you think she and Matt <laughs> did when they were not on screen together? Cuddle? Right, exactly. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. I mean, if any if anyone should maybe be mad. That Matt is get you know is getting a little little something something with any with uh, anybody it should be Karen because she and Matt never got that far, uh, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> but that's Karen's fault. She's the one who dumped him. Mm-hmm. So she only has herself to blame. Yep. Just saying. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, but yeah, no, it was still fun to see. I mean, we saw obviously we saw Charlie in spider-man no way home um but to, to see him come back and in daredevil form was rather entertaining <laughs> so, yeah. it's like no time has passed since the last time he put on he put on the suit so i was like wait a minute i've met him Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a cool dude. Yeah. What else? What about she hulk Oh, the music. Let's talk about the oh, music yeah, for yeah. a second. Did everyone want to hear Umbop? Probably not. <laughs> I didn't mind it because I'm of that generation. Uh mm-hmm. I was in high school when Handsome was at their peak. So. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, there's a there's a, I've added to I will put a new uh, a fresh link in the show notes to my Spotify 
ultimate awesome mix. Uh, so I've put most of the popular music that was used on She-Hulk in there. Not all of it's available on Spotify, but like 95-ish percent of it is. Um, so you can go and listen to my ultimate awesome mix, which is my spotify playlist of all of or at least most of the popular music that's been used within the mcu everything from uh you know hooked on a feeling which got a nice resurgent with guardians of the galaxy all the way up to stuff that was used on she hulk so that includes umbop it is Mm -hmm. on here (laughs) just saying it, you know, I even if you put it on shuffle, it's bound to come up eventually. I mean, it's got 218 songs on it at this point. It is almost 14 hours long. Right. So <laughs> obviously, Awesome Mix One and Two helped build that up really quickly. Um, yes. But uh, there's been a lot of actually popular music more than you man i might realize um has has been used um within the mcu and yes i even have stuff from deadpool in here because (laughs) he he may not be here quite yet but he's coming so to me it still counts so so yes Nine to Five by Dolly Parton is also in my Awesome Mix playlist, <laughs> among other things. <laughs> oh, that's the MCU for you. Everything from ACDC to Dolly Parton to Hanson and a whole lot in between. <laughs> uh, I especially like the closing, so one of the closing songs on the final episode. Missy Elliott, Missy Elliott, run this world. I mm-hmm. love that song. Plays at my gym like all of the time. <laughs> oh. oh, this is interesting. Apparently, they filmed a good chunk of it in Atlanta, Georgia, of course, because there's studios mm-hmm. down there that Marvel uses quite a bit. Um, and um apparently the uh powers that be in the process of production worked with a environmental nonprofit habits of waste and got involved with their lights camera plastic campaign to avoid using single-use plastics on screen and try to use as many reusable and eco-friendly items as possible nice that's pretty cool yeah um and then there will be a marvel assembled on disney plus um it is set to be released november 3rd so It'll be interesting to see how they do Marvel Assembled 
considering She-Hulk broke into Marvel Assembled. I, uh-huh. I hope they have that from like their it's, point of this view. This is it's just it's like it's like fourth wall. Which there's a quote from something, or it's like it's like I think it's Deadpool. Actually, he's like that's like sixteen yeah, like walls fourth wall within a fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Fourth wall, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like that's like sixteen walls. This is oh my goodness. Yes. So. Um. So, yeah. So, I guess we'll just have to wait and see where Jen pops up again, whether it's in a film or a different Disney Plus series or elsewhere. I, I'd, I'd imagine they, they were probably poking the bear a little when kevin was telling jen that she would not be appearing in the movies um uh because i you know when get she hulk into something where it's got a movie budget for special effects Mm -hmm. and i think she's really gonna shine oh Um, i really really enjoyed this but get her on a bigger scale with a bigger budget and i think i think they can do some pretty amazing things so it's just they gotta find the right fit for her whether she ends up becoming one of the new avengers just because she reluctantly does more than likely so the fact that she's i mean she is on the west coast and there are west coast avengers so it is possible that so many of our heroes are still east coast if they're in the united states at all because i'm like we got daredevil back he's still in hell's kitchen miss marvel Mm -hmm. she's in new jersey you know so at the moment captain marvel she's in new jersey Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's um, time to have a meeting at the river (laughs) so to speak i mean even even you know in, in you know hawkeye i mean obviously a lot of that takes place in in new york city but you know his his family farm is up somewhere in the country part of new york you know upstate new york ish i mean the the avengers campus within the mcu is upstate new york so mm-hmm. um yeah, there's still so many of them that are East Coast based, other than Ant Man. I mean, he's in San Francisco. The only one I can think of. Ant Man's the only one I can think of that's West. Yeah. But... So. It'll be interesting because it, it would need to make sense geographically. So. I mean, they did. Yeah. Uh, I the 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 reasoning for Matt coming all the way to over to to California, if it wasn't who he if if it wasn't for that particular person, you know the this uh, person who makes superheroes, it's someone who'd made a suit for him. Um, yeah, it almost probably could have come off as contrived, but. It makes kind of kind of sense. So I'll take it. I'll accept it. But yeah, just 
geographically how how are we gonna get our couple of west coasters and the all the folks on the other side of the country. and then there's some folks that aren't even in the united states i mean wakanda's all the way over in africa so uh-huh. and uh, we have someone that's not even on this planet exactly yep. exactly so i mean even even new asgard is where Norway? Not like so where's where's New Asgard located? <laughs> so. I wanted I thought it was Norway. I thought you're I think you're right. Yeah. Or somewhere in that vicinity. Yeah. So again, not not the west coast of the United States. So yeah. If you're looking for Thor and or Valkyrie. Who knows? So but interesting very very interesting i'm very excited to see where this goes so i like i said i found this very very entertaining so no real complaints y'all nope any other thoughts nope i hope we get an announcement of season two or she hulk's future involvement in some sort of project because I want more. Mm. Yeah, I'm just picturing like interactions of other characters like can you imagine how with like the um younger Avengers? Yeah. <laughs> or Yulana? Yeah. yeah. Uh and so much potential, so much potential. Mm-hmm. All right, well, um, if any of our listeners want to give their feedback. Uh, you can do so by sending us an email, fiveishfangirls at gmail.com, or you can go to our website, which is thefiveishfangirls.com, where you can connect with all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of those things. You can also find links to our Doctor Who Goodreads Book Club, where each month we talk about a different either Doctor Who book or audio from Big Finish. Mm-hmm. Um, so you find the discussions there for both the current and past. Um, if you would like to financially support us, please do not do so if you cannot, uh, especially with the holidays coming up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, save those pennies. Uh, but, uh, if you find yourself, uh, financially able to do so, you can do so with a, single time uh contribution via Kofi. If you want to become a regular contributor, you can do that on Patreon. Or if you want something uh physical in return, we do have merch on Redbubble. All of those links again on our website. Oh. 
but we greatly appreciate all of your support, whether it is financial or just moral. We're just as happy to to see a, a, a receipt from Redbubble as we are to get feedback or a thumbs up or a retweet. We take our warm fuzzies where we can get them. Mm-hmm. So unless anyone has anything else, we shall sign off for this week. This is Brittany and Fabio saying goodnight. This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in, in Annapolis, Indiana. Yeah, that's what holds do. We smash things. We smash those buildings. I smash fourth walls and bad endings. And sometimes, Matt Murdock. to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Fiveish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash fiveishfangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening and may the squee be with you.